Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together, and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. You, you, you. Oh, hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the She's a God podcast. My name is Jen Torres. I am the host of this show and a human design reader. Thank you so much for tuning back in and checking out another episode of the show. Super happy to have you here re-listening or listening new, brand new. If you are brand new, welcome to the show. So I want to dive into another episode here and talk about what I like to call, I don't actually have a specific word for it, but it's kind of like when you feel like something is wrong with you just because you're on a spiritual journey. So I would like to explain a little bit of what I mean by this if it sounds confusing to you at all. So uh, the first thing I want to do is separate it from what is called ascension symptoms. So if you've been on the spiritual journey and the spiritual path for some time, you may have heard the term ascension symptoms. And a lot of times this can happen more so at the beginning of your journey where you are experiencing a lot of physical symptoms in your body on a cellular level from changing so much. Okay. So you know that not an old thing, but that scientific every seven years, your body and your cellular body changes, turns over whatever it changes. So when it, when it comes to ascension symptoms, just think about, it's kind of like that, like your body's changing on a cellular level, but it's almost self-induced because you are changing so much that your energy body is changing so much, you're evolving so much on a spiritual level that your physical body has to catch up. So if you think this is bullshit with ascension symptoms and you've, you're like, what? Like maybe this is the first time you've ever heard of it before and you're like, how could that even be possible? I just want to say that I invite you to maybe reframe it in your mind and think of ascension symptoms kind of like when you see someone who just comes back from a retreat or a long vacation, or they just change their diet, like something's just different about them and you can't quite put your finger on it. You see them and they're like glowing from the inside and you're 
just like, wow, like you look fucking amazing. Like, what have you been doing? And maybe they're not super on some deep spiritual journey, but maybe they're, you know, changed their diet to drinking green juice and going and doing yoga or something like that. Now it's kind of like that, except that with the spiritual journey, a lot of times, especially right at the beginning or those first few years, you're changing so rapidly, not because you you so much went on a vacation or you're maybe you are eating and drinking better, but it, a lot of times it's because you're doing a lot of shadow work, especially at the beginning. And you, you will continue on your spiritual path to do shadow work, no doubt. But what I'm talking about right now is that inner glow that happens, but it comes from from changing so much on a cellular level, from doing shadow work and experiencing the energies of the universe on a deeper level than you ever have in your life. And that's what in the spiritual community they call ascension symptoms. And they can, you know, range from everything from cranial issues in the head with pressure to rashes to kundalini fire up the spine feeling. There's so many different things that you hear about in the spiritual community when it comes to ascension symptoms. But typically that's more in the beginning of your journey. I will say I had a lot of that at the very beginning, but I'm not so much anymore. My body is acclimated to the new vibration that I hold. And I'm a, a frequency holder of my vibration and I'm pretty steady where I am. But in that beginning, when you're so climbing out of that energetic vibration that you've been holding on for so long, your physical body has no choice but to try to catch up to your new energy body. For example, I am still talking about ascension symptoms and I want to really define them before I get into what I really want to talk about because I want to separate it from what I'm about to say. So the other thing I want to just mark about ascension symptoms is I remember when I first started to meditate, I would get this rush of energy coming from my body and it would come out of my nose. And I know it sounds strange, like, what do you mean? But I just basically I'd be meditating and randomly I'd feel this like rush of energy come from the lower half of my body up through my body and I would have to breathe it out. It would shoot out of my nose involuntarily, involuntarily. And it would just be like, and it literally felt like heavy energy coming out of my body. And then after I would, that would happen and I would push this energy out of my nose, I would, afterwards, I would feel high AF for like a day. And that was because my energy body was now at a higher vibration. I was energetically vibrating at a higher level. And so I just wasn't, I had a hard time staying grounded at the beginning of my journey. I would get, I I mean, I'm still on a journey with figuring out it's more like my schedule now versus my energy. But in the beginning, it was definitely my energy. I was like, gosh, like some days I would just feel super just out of it and crazy. And then other days I would feel like super high energetically. And other days I'd feel okay, but very ungrounded. It was just a mess. So until I got, you know, into my daily practices and got my routine on and and my energy body and my physical body caught up with my energy body, I did experience what the spiritual community called 
cause ascension symptoms. And that for me personally, it was a lot of um, kundalini energy at night, not being able to sleep, a lot of pressure in the head with like cranial energy. I don't know, like my sometimes my skull, I swear, it felt like it was just like so much pressure in one area. So I knew that my body, my physical body was catching up to my new energy body and my higher vibration that I was carrying. So it took some time, actually, it took a couple years uh, for me to fully embody this vibration. And I'm still changing and growing and evolving and then descending and evolving again and ascending and descending and ascending, right? It's, 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 there's no way to keep going perfectly. You have to keep working at it. So I wanted to just explain ascension symptoms, first and foremost, in this episode uh, to separate it from what I'm about to talk about. So what I'm about to talk about now is can feel like just a sickness um, with being on the spiritual awakening journey can sometimes just feel like you're sick. Okay, so not ascension symptoms, but sometimes you could just feel sick. And I mean that because um, what I realize is that the reason why sometimes I can feel like, oh my God, my spiritual journey, sometimes I feel like it's a sickness, okay? It feels like a sickness sometimes. Why is that? And the reason why I realized is because now on my soul's timeline versus the matrix's timeline, and I'll break this down further, what I mean is that the matrix matrix timeline, okay? Um, a lot of it has to do with the nine to five job, with the, you know, doing all the things in the matrix. And I'm not saying that that's bad at all. I'm not saying that that's bad, but I'm saying that a lot of that conditioning, right? The matrix timeline, we have to understand that we have been indoctrinated into this program from the time that we're children. So now I'm going to take this a little bit deeper before I go into this full thing about why sometimes the spiritual awakening feels like I'm sick or something or a sickness. So think about it. The matrix timeline is something around the nine to five time, right? Get We're in school at that time. And it starts from the time that we're kids. They're putting us into school systems where they're getting us programmed to you do this nine to five life. Okay. So we're doing this nine to five school life only to graduate eventually when we're um, almost adults, 18, 19, and get go right into the workforce. And now we're all set up, right? Because they've got us indoctrinated into this timeline of the nine to five. So what I mean is that sometimes we can experience our, our, spiritual journey, something like feeling like a sickness because we're no longer on that matrix timeline. We're on our soul's timeline. And what does that breed? Anytime that you're breaking away from something you've been programmed in for like your entire life, basically some since the time that you were a child, unpredictability can breed anxiety, nervousness, all of these different things because you're unsure of it. Your body is fighting something that you've been programmed to acquiesce to from the time you've been a child. Okay, so so now you're on a, a brand new timeline. Let, let's call it your soul's timeline. And that's you living your life according to what your soul is asking you to do, right? And so this can manifest many different ways. People are on different phases of this 
at all times on their journey. I'm very aware of it. You know, you could be in a phase on your spiritual journey where you're trying to connect more into your divine feminine. So you're letting go of the the super go, 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 do, do, do. Or you could be in a phase where you've been in that divine feminine for a really long time and you're ready to like lean more into the divine, divine masculine and, and do more, um, produce more, put out more in your life. And that's kind of where I am right now is, is I spent a lot of time in the divine feminine and energy kind of floating through it all and saying, I don't know what I exactly am doing, but then kind of weaving my way back into more of the divine masculine energy and producing and putting out offers in all of that kind of stuff, which I'm working on. So with all of this here, I, I just want to say that it can feel like a sickness, right? It can feel like a sickness because it's so unpredictable. The spiritual journey is so un unpredictable. You're no longer on the matrix's timeline at all. You're on the soul timeline. And so you're having to adjust to that. And anytime that you're, and also that timeline is constantly changing. We're in the new paradigm, right? The new age. And we're creating on timelines that really don't exist yet. We're kind of creating them. So that's another juggling act of like, okay, how does this actually work? How I'm trying to create on these timelines, but they keep shifting. So this is interesting. These times are no joke. They are not for the, you know, we came, we all came here. So we're all badasses for coming down at this time, but it's, it's a, it's a little tricky. So it's about just navigating it, going for it, um, not giving up, knowing that sometimes the spiritual journey will feel a little bit like a sickness where you're like, oh my God. I don't know the antidote to this. Sometimes that's how I can feel. It can feel like this. I don't know the solution. What is the medicine to this problem? I'm kind of in that right now myself when it comes to my schedule. Like I, I was saying at the beginning, for me, it's not so much the, the energy ascension symptoms or any of that. I went through that like a lot. The first like three years on my path, two or three years on my path, I worked with a lot of energy healers, professionals in the energy world, kundalini coaches to get my shit straight. Okay. I put in a lot of time and effort to like make my fucking energy work here on this planet. But now that I'm kind of over that hump and I'm still working on it, I'm not perfect. Obviously I'm more trying to figure out how to run a business here. Okay. How to run my schedule and still honor being in nature. Cause that's really like one of the only things that makes me happy is being in nature. So it's really hard not to just want to run outside when the sun peaks out. Also, because I live in a place that is the weather is very unpredictable. I was just talking with a friend of mine about how unpredictable the weather is like, Sometimes it's sunny. Sometimes it's, it could be raining for like 20 minutes and then all of a sudden the sun comes out and it's like, so you have to catch where I live. You have to catch those moments where you can go outside and be in nature. And for me, it's about balancing where my business my schedule along with my feminine energy running through the forest. Okay. I know that sounds insane, but like running through the sand, building a sand castle, burning fire on the beach, howling at the fucking moon. Like these are things that make me happy. Okay. And I, this I'm, might not be everybody's jam, but these, these are the things that make me happy. So it's about for me personally, balancing the schedule right now and honoring that. So what I mean though, about the fact that it's hard to find an antidote, same thing 
anything is being sick. You don't always know what you need. You have to keep experimenting. There's really no answer. That's the tricky part. I can go online right now for my personal problem with the schedule thing. I can go online right now and try to Google all the different ways on how I can be more productive, but still honor my feminine energy and I navigate between both. So I'm not like, you know, getting overly stressed in my masculine or overly, um, you know, lost in the, in the butterflies and the flowers with my feminine. How can I balance both? That's something that I'm working through. Not every Google search is going to answer that, answer that for me. I'm not always going to have the medicine there. I'm still learning this path. I'm still trying to understand how to do it. And I ask the universe every day, show me, you know, show me, bring, bring me the teachers, bring me the people who are here to show me how to walk this path, still do my purpose work, still be successful, which is extremely important to me and wealthy. And when I say wealthy in all areas of my life, my health, my family, my friendships, my business, how do I navigate it all? It's, it's not, there's not a sure answer. It's not a solid answer. So like I mentioned, there's not always an antidote. There's not, you don't always know the medicine. And the other way to me personally, how this spiritual journey and the spiritual path can sometimes feel like, a sick, like I'm sick or like there's a sickness is that it literally can sneak up the issues that you run into can sneak up on you unexpectedly, literally unexpectedly. They can sneak up on you where it's like, what the hell? Just like when you get sick, you, it just comes out of nowhere. For me, that's what happens is I think everything's fucking great. And then I look at everything and I'm like, shit, like I've been like lagging on this area of my life because I've been overly focused on this area of my life. It's a constant juggling act. It's a constant trying to figure it out and see what's going to work here or there or how to navigate your time during your day, your energy, where should you put your energy? Where should you invest your money? How can you continue to help people while helping yourself to continue to grow and change? How can you keep up with the changing of the businesses, of the algorithms online. There's just like so much to navigate. So it can sneak up on you when you least expect it. And that's another way that I'm like, gosh, like I didn't see that coming at all. And now I've just missed three days and now I'm catching up. The other thing that I wrote down was that it's contagious. And I mean that, like it's so contagious. Is when, did you ever notice that you attract the people into your life during the times in which like I notice when I'm more in my divine feminine, I attract more divine feminine people into my life. When I'm more in my masculine, where I'm like trying to like get stuff done and like navigate it all, I attract more women like that or more men like that in my life. And I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Like it's just your energy is just like for like. It's constantly matching your own energy. So it makes perfect sense to me, but it is contagious. The energy is contagious. The spiritual awakening process is 100% contagious in who you're hanging around and how you're changing and how you're growing is how you'll see the different people in your life shift around as well. It's really interesting. But it can also get to a point where when you're on your path and you're on your spiritual journey and you're learning and you're growing and changing and facing the shadows and all of the things, sometimes this might find a, this might seem a little bit extreme, but sometimes seriously, you feel like you're going to die. You're like, I'm never going to figure this out. And what the fuck? Like, it can feel like, am I just going to die? Because this, I feel like I have no purpose in my life. And like, I don't really know where to go or what to do or who to talk to or who to call or 
who to connect with or it can be that way. It can feel like, is there any fucking point to any of this? And I don't say that to sound morbid or anything like that. It's just that we all have these thoughts. You don't have to go label yourself suicidal or anything like that. But if we all have these thoughts that are like, why am I even here? Like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? I don't feel like there. I have these moments where I feel like, I don't feel fulfilled right now. This does not feel good to me. How do I change this? How do I move this around? Because this doesn't feel like I'm on point. I'm on task right now at all. So these are places that you can know if you're feeling like that. These are the areas in which you're seeking the medicine, right? You're seeking the teacher. You're seeking the connection, um, the antidote to this thing. So this is when you call on the universe, call on your guides, tell them you are here and you are open and you're ready for the next thing because you don't know what the hell is going on right now. Like, and you're starting to question life. Like you're starting to question what the fuck you're doing here. And when you get to that point, you call on help. We all have guides, angels, celestial beings that are with us, whether you believe it or not. I I believe that we all have beings that are with us at all times, trying to guide us, trying to connect us and navigate us on our path. So that when you get to that point, right, that point where it feels like, F everything, like why am I even here? Call on the help that you need to boost you. Tell the universe, what am I not seeing here? That's a huge part of that when you get that low is to say, what am I not seeing? Because it could just be that you're not seeing something that's the universe has been trying to put in your face, put in your face, put in your face, like this is bad for you. This is bad for you. Get away from this. And you just can't, you haven't connected it. So you just gotten yourself into a deeper hole. And so it's time to ask, okay, I I'm missing something here. What am I not seeing in this situation? in my life. How can I move forward out of this? Because I'm ready. I'm done with this. I'm over this. One of my favorite things to say is I am not available for this. Like when I see weird shit pop up in my life, I'm like, okay, no, like I'm not available for this. Show me how to get on my path. Show me how to be using my energy every single day that feels fulfilled for me, where I feel like damn near exhausted at the end of the day, but in a good way. Like I feel like I used my energy on purpose today. Felt good. It felt amazing. I feel on point. Show me how to get there. And asking the question is really going to be huge and a big, big part of shifting your energy out of this, this way in which it can feel like a sickness, right? So what I want to say though, is that the good news is that it's temporary, just like sickness. Sickness is temporary. It's not always true. So it's not always lasting, I should say, and forever. In the moment, it can feel like it's the rest of your life. There have been times where I don't get sick ever, but there have been times when I have been sick where I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, this is going to be the rest of my life. Like it sounds ridiculous, right? To say that, but in the moment, I'm like, this is going to be the rest of my life. I'm going to be like this. And I could just be experiencing like a sinus like thing that puts me out for a couple of days or something. And I'm like, this is my life now. Like just cart in like whatever the food just slide it under the door. You know, I'm ready to just throw in the towel, but it's not, that sounds so dramatic, but that's how it can feel when you're on the spiritual path and you're bumping into these things that we just talked about. And I invite you to just one, call on the help, two, don't give up, and three, know that it is temporary. It's not, you're not going to be sick forever. You're not, it's not going to be the life now, this thing, and it's going to pass. 
Just like with everything else, time will heal all of the things. And so it's just about keeping a positive mind, knowing that you have people, places, celestial beings that are here to help you and to know that it's not forever. It's temporary. So I hope this little quick solo episode helped you out. This has just been uh, something that what ended up being a joke. I was joking with a friend of mine and I said, why does a spiritual awakening sometimes feel like sickness? <laughs> um, jokingly. And it because it just like has all taking off all of the boxes of the ways in which it can totally feel like a sickness. So, and it was a joke that led to this episode. <laughs> so I hope that uh, this discussion has helped you out. Don't forget to comment if you can leave a comment on the, ep- on the episode. If you like this podcast, um, share it with a friend. If it's, if it's something that helped you, if there's a podcast episode in the past that helped you, share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe. And then just remember that every single Thursday is a brand new episode. So come out with some new interviews coming up uh, that I'm really excited about. So I will see you on the very next episode of the She's a God podcast. Much love. Thank you for listening to the She's a God podcast. Tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at this is Jen Torres for all of the latest. And remember, she is a God and so are you.